0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome in. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Joining me on this new platform, uh, giving it a shot, giving it a go here on StreamYard. It's Israel Troop, man. Israel, what's up, dude? What's
1: up, brother? I was waiting on the intro, and I was like, "Oh, oh, here we go
0: yeah (laughs) yeah this is uh this is a trial run so i don't get to import my own uh my own intro like like we do on the other on the other platform but uh if this goes well as far as recording quality and um we don't look like the 1980s godzilla movies i'll be happy and i'll switch my subscription so that we can have all of our natural elements here but as you see uh, the dogs are bound for the national championship for the second year in a row our social information is scrolling down underneath. It does look different, but that's okay. Um, going to be a going to be a great show. Going to be a uh, action packed show. Got a lot to talk about. Um, but we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from everything from the NFL. And well, the bowl season just wrapped up, but you have NBA, NHL, esports, all that stuff. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So head to betonline.ag to join. And receive that fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code "believe." That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. Bet online—that's where the game starts. So, we're going to take a little bit of a an odd start to the—I say odd—because it's not really our brand. We're—we're we're a Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. We're not the Believe in the NFL podcast or uh, the Bills Mafia podcast or anything like that. Um, but I, I do want to address this. I do want to talk about this because, a, you know, we're both former players. You played, you played in college. I, I was not fortunate enough to make it to the college level, but uh, you certainly played in in the college level. Scary thing happened last night. I'm not going to get into details of what happened. Most of you probably already know at this point. But uh, DeMar Hamlin was uh, they they had to perform CPR on the field uh, with an AED. Uh, very scary situation um, you know when, when you have NFL players who are used to broken bones, concussions and everything in between, when you have them freaking out uh, the way they did last night, um, it's a scary thing. It, it, it really is. and you know watching it you're you know it, it's surreal because it's never happened before. And what blew me away is that the, the tackle itself didn't look, that, you know, usually when you see something like that, you're expecting some huge collision and that didn't happen. Um, But from what doctors described, he got hit at the perfect time to send him into cardiac arrest. But um, they're saying his vitals are back. Uh, The the most recent update I read on Twitter was that he is uh, 50% on, uh, you know, assisted breathing. Um, so it sounds like he's starting to make the recovery, but like, what was your first thought when you saw that?
1: Um, first thought, you know, and, um, you know, prayers out to Hamlin and, and, and his family, you know, um, been around this game a long time. I've seen some, some gnarly hits. I've been hit with a couple of my lifetime as well. Um, you know, as far as concussions and stuff go, but I've, I've never seen anything like that happen. Um, especially where they have to come out and perform CPR, you know, that's, that's, Mm -hmm one thing I, I've i never seen this in this game um, before, you know, and you've seen people, you know, not knock, get knocked out, you know, was throwing up gang signs, you know, just a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago, you know, but he was fine. He was able to walk off, you know? So, you know, for something like that to happen and, um, you know, having to bring out the, the, the AD um, and perform CPR, you know, that's scary. You know, that, that is a very, that's a very scary thing. It's a very serious thing too. Um, but, you know, just when I saw the hit, I was like, I don't see what happened, you know, at first I thought concussion, you know, when he, when he fell, you know, kind of, you know, how you get the shovel a little bit and kind of fall and, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're back, you know, but he was down for a minute. And then, you know, they came across the broadcasts talk about their performance CPR. Um, And, you know, it's just one of those, just those freak things that, you know, you get hit at the right time at the right angle at the right millisecond. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's literally what happened, you know? So you know, it's it's a collision sport. It's a violent sport. Um, but it was good to see, you know, um, shout out to Zach Taylor and the Bengals coming over, um, you know, and, and, you know, consoling those guys because, I mean, they, they were torn up. You know, I thought it was – I literally thought he had died the way they were acting. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. a scary thing because they never saw that on the football field. So the, yeah, the, the emotions were real. It is. Yeah. And, you know, you just hate to see a situation like that. But I think NFL handled it well, you know, canceling mm-hmm. that game. Um, there, there's no way that I would play that football game last night. Um, and I saw, you know, people tweeting, like, why are people still in the stands? I mean, they don't know what's going on. Um,
0: they're probably stunned. They're probably in in shock. Like what, you know, even if they did know, you're probably just frozen, right?
1: Absolutely. You can say, hold up, don't they look at Twitter? Yeah, they probably do. But I mean, nobody, nobody knew. What was going on, you know? I think the NFL handled correctly sending the guys to the to the locker room, whether that was a coach's decision or not. Um, I think everything was handled correctly from broadcasting to um, on mm-hmm. the field, you know, things like that. And you know, shout out to the emergency workers there as well um, for acting as swiftly as they did. Because um, I mean, it could be it was literally life or death last night, and they did for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Did a phenomenal job last night.
0: And, and it appears from from things that I've seen uh, that. It did. They got to him in time. They saved his life. So that, that, you know, prayers continue to go up for him because he's not necessarily out of the woods yet, but it is good to see that the response was, was swift. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the crowd, you know, you never know how, how a crowd like that's going to react. You never know how 70,000 people are going to react in that situation. It didn't seem like anybody panicked um you know obviously everybody was horrified but and and distraught and 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 all of those things but i i was just impressed i was impressed by the the way the coaches handled it the nfl execs i mean i i know it's a i know it can be a lengthy process but like those guys you know when they went back in the locker room you knew they weren't going to come back out like it made it seem like they were they were like the way it seemed, and I think what where everybody kind of got up in arms was, it seemed like the NFL was like they were trying to find a way to play that game, but that game was never going to be played. And they, they were sh- really trying
1: to, 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 to get everybody like mm-hmm. calm down, is what it looked like to me. Because yeah. you know you got the Bills, you know they're yeah. they're already up in arms and emotional. You know mm-hmm. if Natty doesn't know what to do. You know the only thing they can do is try to show compassion and, and you know be there for those guys and. Mm-hmm. You know, NFL is like, look, bro, we can't play this game, so we got to figure out the best way to try to get everything in order. You know, as far as getting them off the field, you know, talking to the coaches, because I mean, you, they they couldn't talk to the Bills' head coach at that point. You know, he mm-hmm. he's strong. You know, Zach Taylor's coming up trying to talk talk to him, and it, it's like, you know, Frazier, you know, DC's like, dude, um, <laughs> what what do we do? You know what I mean? Everybody didn't have an answer, so. Um,
0: no, because this never happened
1: figure it out. You know, you're, you're the boss. You're, you're the head of everything. So you got to try to figure out how can we, you know, get everybody in, try to calm everybody down and like come to, you know, an understanding of, hey, we ain't playing this football game, so don't worry about that. But we're just trying to make sure everything that with you guys that are still there is okay as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, it seemed like a lot of it was just making sure those guys had resources in place for, I guess therapy trying to figure out yeah. how to get guys where you know they're gonna be okay leaving, you know, because you never know how people are gonna to react to that thing to those things and, and oh, yeah. people react differently to those things and and so it's just a unprecedented raw, real situation. And and so, you know, to, to end it, you prayers grow up for Tamar Hamlin and his family. As they deal with this, prayers go up for the Bills organization. As they deal with this, prayers go up for T. Higgins, who was on the other side of that. He was the one that was tackled by DeMar Hamlin. He's the one that ultimately put his shoulder into his chest, not, not intentionally, obviously. I mean, he's just playing the game. Um, but, like, you you wonder you wonder what's going through his mind now, right?
1: Yeah.
0: What could possibly yeah. be going through his mind?
1: As you know, at some point, you know, people are stupid. You know, they're gonna say it's your fault and it's not his football. I mean, like T like Higgins is protecting Park. himself. Yeah, T Higgins is protecting himself, you know. He's Lordy shoulder. Mm. I mean, it's it, it wasn't a malicious hit by him either. You know what I mean? So from a defensive standpoint, you know, guy going in, coming hard, making a tackle. I mean, it's it's a tackle you see every day on Sunday, on Friday nights for us, on Saturday. I mean even in Little League, you I mean that, that's mm-hmm. that's what you see all the time, you know. And like I said, it just happened that the right time, right moment, right everything is how that happened, you know. But uh, you know, he's he's hopefully he's doing hopefully he bounces back, he's doing better. You know, he he's not yeah. at the woods yet, like you said earlier, but you know, it's a scary thing, but it's it's the reality. You know, it's a collision sport. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you never know what might happen. To him. You know, yeah, we, we, we've all just never seen that happen you know we've seen broken legs and you know just ligaments and limbs just going in the wrong direction mm-hmm. we've never seen an AED have to come out on the field and you know you get towed off in nameless ambulance the way he did last night that has never been seen I know at least in my 34 years of life I've never seen anything like that happen on football field no. before
0: I mean the closest thing you see is somebody with a neck injury it's and they like put life. him in the yeah and they put them in the they put them in the backboard thing, and they 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 get them off that way. But um, even, and even then, even then, that yeah, you get the thumbs up, and you know, and then you, you know, it's it's not as difficult to go to go back. I mean, it, it's difficult. Don't get me wrong, but it's not as difficult to go to go back and play for that. So prayers up for Demar Hamlin, Bills, uh, the Bills organization, T. Higgins, uh, Demar's family um, we're with you. We hope you have a speedy recovery. I think the entire world is behind you. Um, so more, uh, just, just stay tuned to that situation. So there's no real good way to, to transition out of that. So we'll just pause for, for a second and then, then we'll get into, then we'll get into our show. All right. So peach bowl. Now we can talk about some, some, some exciting stuff here. Um, you know, I I know you and I were kind of trading tweets, uh, or not tweets, but we were trading a text back and forth Mm -hmm. game was, uh, game was interesting. It was exciting. Um, you know, you, you start off, you know, Georgia three and out gets, gets Ohio state on three and out. Uh, and then they go three and out. And then, you know, they, tr- they trade touchdowns. Well, no, Georgia goes roaring down the field, um, ends up missing the field goal. Uh, and then Ohio State goes and scores a touchdown. Georgia answers back with a, with another touchdown. And then, and then you just kind of trade blows. Uh, Georgia gets the upper hand for a minute. Then Ohio State comes and takes it back. C.J. Stroud. You know, we'll we'll kind of talk about kind of where we were right in our predictions. Um then you got that third quarter, which looked like Ohio at, at some point I, I think I texted you and said this could this could get ugly. And at that point, Ohio State was dominant. Uh really? Georgia couldn't seem to do anything right, couldn't get out of their own way. Stetson was was twenty twenty Stetson where he's patting the ball and thinking too much and trying to do too much. And then the fourth quarter happened. Georgia dust everything. Every bit of that off. I, I definitely Larry Munsoned it. You know, I was definitely in Larry Munson mode. Um and so and then Stetson goes and does his thing, goes, we go down, win the game. He we go down there, take the lead. Uh, and then to uh to Board X there with first and ten from the from the plus thirty two for Ohio State for them to not move the ball another inch to set up a fifty yard field goal attempt from the left hash. So that and that caused that guy to pull it was an outstanding way to finish at the freaking stroke of midnight. Which is yes. even more so so look look at this game. Just 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 playing this game out. One of the things that we said the first thing that you and I unanimously agreed on, wholeheartedly agreed on, was the fact that if we don't affect CJ Stroud, he's gonna have a big day. Like it doesn't matter who you have at corner. If you don't get Absolutely. after C.J. Stroud, he can he can burn you, and he did. He threw for he close to 400 yards.
1: Yeah, he he completely uh, lit us up. You know, I, I we were talking about today in the office, and I said if uh, and Jigba is playing, um, we get beat honestly because I mean we had no mm-hmm. answer. Um, we we rushed two people one time, two mm-hmm. try to get C.J. and drop the defense. end, I think we dropped Stackhouse out in coverage, try to spy. Um, yeah, that didn't work either. Um, no. But at the same time, I mean, when we got pressure on him, we, we never did get to him either. So he still had time to sit in pocket pocket. Um, but, you know, Ohio State, because they had a game plan to block us. You know, they mm-hmm. we were sending people everywhere. They did a good job blocking us. Good job to know God. But, mm-hmm. you know, we it was an exciting game. You know, if you go back and look at the Michigan and TCU game, were we expecting that? I damn sure wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. TCU came out with a plan, and Michigan and could not figure him out, and they were not ready for it. You know, so you knew the second game had to be exciting, and it it definitely was um, to end the way it did. It struck at midnight, um, you know, and, and say what you want to, you know, you know people were all upset with Stetson. I mean, he only completed ten passes. Um, I mean, it's it's just one of those deals where he was trying to do a little bit too much. I think, me and you said at the same time on a on Saturday, he's just trying to do too much. You know, just stay mm-hmm. within the game. Um, I did have one hiccup where I was upset because we left too much time on the clock at the end. But watching it again today, um Stetson was a, he was in he was in a, in a rhythm. So by slowing him down just to run the clock, I think it would have got him out of rhythm And he done make that throw to AD Mitchell in the corner of the end zone, in my opinion. No. So you know, no. we do you wanna just run the clock out? Absolutely. But if you slow him down in that in the zone that he was in, I don't think he throws that ball in the corner. You zone. you,
0: you needed say. six points there, and you've got to get six points. I don't care how you get it. Yeah. You're the number one freaking team in the country. If you cannot if you cannot make one stop, mm-hmm. then you didn't deserve that game. You need to score I when you say. can score. And if your quarterback's in rhythm, take it.
1: That we were gonna win that ball game. No doubt whatsoever. I think I I was live tweeting the whole time. The whole time I was like, guys, yeah. I mean, we're we fine. We just came off National Championship where we were down, had to come back and win. So I mean we've mm-hmm. been here before, you know, but yeah. had we not um stopped Ohio State, um if we hadn't forced them to field make, make to make the field goal when we sacked them on the drive before um the um Arian Smith touchdown, mm-hmm. um, I think we would lose that ball game if they were able to score a touchdown there.
0: Because they, they I mean, go up 18, eighteen there. And it, it's yep. yeah, it's a it's whole different game. ball game because because we had we yeah. had first and ten from from the plus thirty and we got nothing out of it. Which is yeah. a terrible series. Um yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, I thought it's, at it's, times the play calling was bad. We go
1: from but, the two yard line and we throw a dang lateral. I was like, What are we doing? Just yeah, give the ball is, to Milton. Just yeah. give it to him.
0: Yeah, just worst case you, scenario you've you heard yeah, he's going to, he's, gonna, and they give it to him again. He's going to crash into the end zone. Dude was running hard, man. Uh,
1: uh, the, I just, running back team, Dajon, Milton and uh, McIntosh mm-hmm. had a phenomenal game. Um, I think Brock Bowers, even though they were like, why are we getting the ball to Brock Bowers? Well, they did a really good job of taking Brock away until the second half, you know. Mm-hmm. But to have Aaron Smith step up, Rosemary Jack Saint step up, Blaylock making a key third down,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: catch, you know, on the fade. Um, I mean, even Carries Jackson coming in and contributing, you know, in that ball game, you know, and without having Ladd McConkie, who who is your number one receiver, um, down and you lose Washington. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a great all around effort, you know, from the offensive side of football. You know, and I wish yeah. we'd have ran the ball a little bit more, kinda of kept CJ off the field, but I mean, you know, I think I think we were pretty pretty even, you know, as far as running the pass, but um I do feel like we we were dominating them blind scrimmage on offense. That's just my opinion. I mean that that's where our
0: rushing attack was 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 strong. I mean we 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 could have pound like I think if we pound the ball down there on on first and goal from the three. uh, I think if I think Mm -hmm. if we pound the rock there, we eat some more clock there. We demoralize them a little bit. We punch it in. Maybe we punch it in on that first play. Who knows. but it did seem like Stetson was kind of freelancing there when he tried to throw that swing pass. Yes. Yeah, and he, so and, he it. and it ended up being a fumble. I think Kirby was that was one of the things Kirby was upset about. But
1: um, well, one was running, um, he escaped the pocket. And he was running and he got the penalty for being over on scrimmage. If he just runs, I mean, he's escaping on the sideline.
0: Yeah, I mean, he probably gets worst case scenario eight yards. Worst case scenario. Players,
1: the play in the beginning of the game where we were running, they run running zone to left and he pulls mm-hmm. the ball instead of pulling the ball, walk in touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, There's another one that I was thinking about. Oh, they're running mesh It's third down. They're running simple mesh concept and he throws, I guess he's wanted AD to run, to run a bench route. Well, mm-hmm. simple mesh rules. He's going to run a corner route.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: don't know if that's, a, I don't know if he should have signaled bench to him or, what but if you look at the play lad McConkey's wide open over the ball butt naked wide yeah because everybody mm-hmm. went with yeah I was like, God
0: <laughs>
1: dang. like it, 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 it was
0: it was first half natty uh stetson last from last year uh yes. where he was pressing court, he, was what happened, he, he relaxed that's, that's him, baby. he relaxed he relaxed that that's, that's all there is to it he relaxed but yeah, the second quarter,
1: he quarter. First quarter, second quarter, and fourth quarter. I mean, he balled out. You know, going into yeah. half time and to halftime into football game,
0: mm-hmm. he just relaxed. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but the third quarter was pretty dreadful uh, for the entire team. Um, but you know, one one thing that one thing that I, I was impressed with, with with Ohio State's play calling, uh, something that really affected our defense, was was those crossing routes, the the play action half roll with the with the what. Um, <laughs> the The crossing routes, which um yes. literally just crossed. Just, and crossed yeah, that it's, it's, – Well, it's really hard to defend when you don't get pressure on the quarterback, first of all. Um, yes. It's almost impossible and to defend. When,
1: we said it on our show, and I said it on our show, and I said it on Twitter. We can't play zone. We're not good at zone. We're not real no. good at zone. We're not real good at yeah. man right now either, hell, because, I mean – We're just losing people left and right. But, you know, one thing about it, when we do play man, it looks better. When we play zone, there's holes everywhere. And Mm -hmm. when we played LSU, that's exactly what happened. We tried to play zone, they ate us up.
0: Happened again. Curls, curls, ends, digs, uh, crossers, things like that just kill our zone. Um, But when we play man and we don't get any pressure, doesn't matter. Might as well be on air if we don't get any pressure. They might as well just That's stopped.
1: also, that's also yeah. not taking away from Ohio State because they got some dudes at receiver. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know that last name, but he is a dude. You should look up his father. He is a bad, his, bad
0: man. His father was all right. His father was was pretty good. Uh, he's just um, in
1: the Hall of Fame. You know, be yeah, just
0: got a gold jacket that he didn't pay for. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I
1: mean he, you know, he, he 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 was eating Lasseter up. He, I mean I thought it was gonna yeah. be Ringo, but Lassiter was they they were taking his lunch money for a long mm-hmm. time there. Yeah. Um but Smith Smith came up and was big. Um Buller came up, you know, the hit on, on Marvin Harrison was, was clean as all. That was the cleanest hard hit that I've seen
0: mm-hmm. all year. people, think, people that's that's a hot topic, man. It was that targeting yeah,
1: you No, know, to get his helmet out the way, to not launch at the guy and to go for the ball. That's what people mm-hmm. don't realize. He didn't go to hit Marvin Harrison, he went to the ball. And Marvin Harrison stepped the out of ball. they they ain't talking about that. But you know, I Yeah, that, I mean, but
0: that officiating crew was terrible field. nonetheless. But um
1: Did you see that every time that they had to call a, a penalty against Ohio State, like it, it like hurt their feelings? And they were just like, yeah. oh, Ohio State
0: Pac-12 they Pac-12 Ohio crew, State. I think, right? You like, know oh what yeah. I mean? It was like, Number one team, yeah, definitely a hold on, yeah. I, I noticed that. Uh, I mean, I, I thought the officiating in the Fiesta Bowl was terrible too. Just to be honest with you. But I
1: will say they let them play. Though. They, they, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of penalties. I think it was like eight all together. But we got the big ones. But for the most part, they did let them play. You know, because there was some right. serious, you know, raping going on. You know, mm-hmm. during that particular game, um, things that are illegal in all fifty states. So you know, they did. <laughs> You know, they gave, They gave, They had to get Ohio state at some point because it was just a straight massacre. Mm-hmm. You know, like give me your lunch money and everything and yeah. your car keys and your girlfriend too. Cause I'm taking it all.
0: There's like, some, there's some plays where Stroud's running around. I'm like, dude, he's running around call a hold because I'm sure there is one. Right. Like, okay. If you sit back in the pocket, yeah, you can eat your whistle there. But, you know, it's, You could probably, I mean, technically you call holding on every play, but when you get the quarterback scrambling back and forth and you got two Mm -hmm. guys, you got one guy trying to break through and he can't break through, but he's like in between two people, but he's just like waddling like that. And there's guys on either side of him. That's not a hold. Yeah. Like there were some egregious ones, like some really bad holds that weren't called. And I'm not one Mm -hmm. to complain about the refs, but there were some really bad called. Or holds that were not called, so
1: yeah. Then the ones Looking that here, were called, it looked, it looked that bad compared to some others.
0: Yeah, I'm like, okay, you called that one, but you didn't call XYZ. I mean,
1: yeah, he was Kirby like, and he just starts laughing. He's like,
0: He's like what, what, what What? can I do? But you know, yeah, overall, I, I thought, uh initially defense you know i think the pass rush can could be better i think the pass rush could help our dbs out just a little bit uh <laughs> zone we are continue to look lost i thought the linebackers played well in the run game um you know a couple they, they got us on they got us on the edge a few times but for the most part we we bottled up their run game pretty pretty daggum well um we gotta we got
1: to get our d line in shape you know i know we're thin. Uh-huh. you know we got a lot of couple guys down with injuries but if this is the, the way that we're going to go for four down, okay, then those guys got to be in shape. You know, yeah. Jalen Carter, I love him. He played a lot of snaps. I'm not taking anything away from him, but when it's time to be a boy dog, you don't have to be that boy dog because dog, you look a little tired out there. And I get, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that anything bad or, you know, I don't mean that maliciously by any time. You know, Are you saying moment. he
0: has character yeah. issues?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, you know. Uh we're gonna be a four down team you know those guys do have to be in shape because they're not coming off the field you know especially if the other team because tcu's not going to substitute so they're going yeah. to be ready to go at all times so um yeah. you know that's just one knock that i saw you know it wasn't a hustle thing you know it was just a point of all right big doll you're gonna have to suck it up and go you
0: know yeah. so. we're, we're gonna need you we're gonna need you to have a good fast discipline rush because yes, if, if, like and and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bow up in in the in the run game because their best runner is the quarterback. Let's get into TCU. He likes, he likes to run it, and that's their best runner. So they get an extra blocker. So we're gonna have to really kind of bow up in the passing game or in the running game a little bit. Which, I mean, I, I don't think we've we've had much of a problem doing that. I, I think on a couple of occasions people have popped big runs, but for the most part, we've been pretty stingy against the run. So I'm not as worried about that, but Max Duggan is a special dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about TCU. We've been saying this all year. We've been waiting on, okay, okay, this is the week they lose. They're playing Oklahoma. Okay, no, this is the week they lose. They're playing Baylor. No, okay, they're going to slip up here against Oklahoma State. I, I promise you. No, okay, um, they're going to – okay, they got Texas. They, they st- There's no possible way they can – they can hang on this long like they're still in the field like there's no possible way no yeah. okay uh kansas state
1: they, they win we predicted them to win and they lost yeah then we predicted michigan to beat them and they won like dang guys like,
0: so does this mean we got to pick smart. TCU to win the natty
1: absolutely not i can't do that i'm not going no do that hell no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're not, not you're not that, that you're not that superstitious are yeah. you
1: no. So not, not the least.
0: So the play of the game for the Peach Bowl. uh, Two things: Kirby calling the timeout. How clutch was that?
1: The timeout, perfect timeout.
0: And then uh, I had a wardrobe change midway through the third quarter. Right, right when they, right when they were reviewing for the targeting, I changed shirts. There you a go. friend of mine, a friend of mine, sent me a gift. It says it's a black shirt, and it has red writing it has a state of georgia it says georgia versus all y'all. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a black t-shirt with red writing on it. I was wearing a different t-shirt and I was texting with them as well with with uh my legal motion college football podcast mates and uh and Josh Josh who's the one who got me the shirt said, "Hey, you should change your shirt. Maybe it'll bring you some luck." So I'm like, "Ah." Screw it! I mean, we're we're on the verge of going down 18 here. Like it's it's getting yeah. put pretty bleak. So I, I whatever shirt I was wearing, take it off, throw it in the laundry pile. I go grab his shirt, put it on. Immediately when I put it on, probably a minute after I put it on, they overturn the targeting, and then they kick the field goal. We hold them to the field goal, and then we go down and score the Arian Smith touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then we went on that run. Yeah, so it's, I'm like, I'm like it's got to it be the shirt. The you know, just, ask Mike No sure. not,
1: mm-hmm. not about the wardrobe, man. Every time he tried to wear that little little white polo, they got beat. He put that, that gray sweatshirt on. It was a whooping for whoever they were playing.
0: It, it was a whooping. It was a whooping. So, um, but going back to TCU, I mean, you know, with with the the, I guess the struggles that we had in the in pass coverage. I mean, I, I know it's a team sport. Pass rush effects. Coverage and coverage affects pass rush, things like that. Um but TCU's receiving core is not as deep as Ohio State's never will be, probably. Um, but they do have one dude. They do have yes. one dude. Uh I imagine Keely Ringo's gonna be on him. I mean, is I I don't think we're gonna sh- I don't think we struggle as much with that. Uh, because I just don't think they have as many weapons, but you know, I could be wrong. I think, I think the,
1: it's Quentin Johnson, the I think the tempo of the game itself is gonna is gonna be where we struggle, honestly. Um, you know, there was a couple times against Iowa State, we just kind of lollygagged around, they were able to snap it, snapping, we were out of position. Um, that's that's where I think we're gonna struggle. Uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to be out physical out physical there. I think Michigan State, I mean not Michigan State, Michigan did do a really good job being physical with TCU defensively. Um, yeah. I think they just got caught, you know, a couple of times just in the wrong defense um, at that time, you know, for what TCU was doing. But you know, kudos to to uh, to Riley for for dialing up. Um, but for us, we're gonna have to play disciplined football. We're gonna have to be able to play base defense and line up fast and be able to play with those guys because I mean they're very they're very physical. They're a very talented bunch, and I mean they're Sam Duggins, you know, you know to go to. To a game, your your first year as head coach, Sonny Dice, who's been talking major trash about the SEC. Um, you know, if it's me, I got a little chip on my shoulder from Georgia. I don't care if I won it last year or not, but this guy doesn't think the SEC is very good. So we got to show him that the SEC is really good. You know, he said mm-hmm. about the Big Ten, he was right? They, they beat Michigan. So I mean, one roll. So we got well, the Michigan, the Michigan
0: screwed up. Michigan screwed up by saying, "Well, if they get in that three three five, we're going to run all over them." And uh, one other guy said, "Like, what conference do they play in?"
1: Have you ever tried to run against a three three five? It ain't fun because your do not know who to go to.
0: Yeah, the blocking rules get get messed up, they can play especially if you're a big
1: a especially
0: if, especially if you're a gap gap cut uh, gap scheme based team. It's yeah. Oof. It screws with your rules big time.
1: have to pull and kick people if you want to, you're gonna have two free coming in a gap.
0: Michigan found that out the hard way.
1: Yeah. And there was some very questionable play calling. You know, now that you know I hear that Harbaugh is in, you know, the um uh the running for the Carolina job, it kinda of makes sense as to how bad they're played because
0: mm-hmm.
1: they don't play very good.
0: They were uninspired. I mean, they played good at times, but they were just uninspired.
1: Yeah, it's one of those to where it's like, what, what, what are y'all doing? Yeah,
0: it's like, come on, Michigan. What are we
1: doing? Yeah, what's
0: the But, you man? know,
1: we're going to bring it against Michigan. I mean, against uh, TCU. Um, they're, they're a very formidable opponent. They can beat us, um, and we are beatable. You know, Ohio State you know, clearly showed that. Um, stetson has got to play better as far as decision making. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think his play is bad. I think his decision making, you know, of trying to do a little bit too much is, is really the problem, um, at times. But other than that, I mean, stick with, stick to the game plan, do what we do. And, mm-hmm. you know, may the chips fall as they may.
0: Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, Stetson has got to, got to be more consistent. I, 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 he didn't play bad. It, it's hard to say he played bad and throw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns, or almost, yeah. t- two yards shy of four hundred. We'll call it four hundred. say that he played. And, and only threw in ten incomplete passes. It's hard to say he played bad, but the ten incompletions, the interception, was bad. Like the interceptions yes. was horrible. The incompletions were miscommunication, uh, freestyling, you know, waiting too long and missing your windows, things like that. He took some sacks that he doesn't normally take. Um, he made some – he made – you know, that one penalty he got, again, was him pressing. Should have ran. He's going to have to use his
1: legs. Going to have to use his legs.
0: He's going to just, just go out and play Stetson Bennett football. Yes. You, you When you get a chance to run, run. Don't overthink it. Give the ball on zone read. <laughs> Uh, when when it when it presents itself, don't try to make don't try to make the hero play, make the routine mm-hmm. plays, make the basic plays. You make the basic plays, we're good at it. we're gonna we're gonna beat TCU because we can out physical them. The I, think, I think that I'll run game against
1: game. last year is, is that's the minute we need we need that. Mm-hmm.
0: that yeah, we need the one that's... that played against Michigan. We need the one that played against Oregon and South Carolina Players. at the start of this year. Uh, we need, you know, the one that played the first half of the LSU game. We need that one.
1: The second half of Mississippi State.
0: Second half of Mississippi State. Like, I almost, I almost said, hey, if we'd have lost that game, I'd have been like, dude, it's because you didn't get your fade.
1: He did not have a haircut, which I'm going to text again, and I'm going to tweet this Probably here in the next minute. Please make sure that Stetson gets a haircut before he goes to California. I don't know when y'all are leaving. But please make sure you get that thing faded up and tinted, and you know, get the make sure the lineup is crispy before y'all leave to go to California. Please, because make sure we, you we're gonna you need find a, your California
0: good. barber. Find, find your barber out there in California; he'll line you up pretty good.
1: Even when he has a haircut, guess mm-hmm. what? The defense is good too.
0: Well, it's a, it's a whole swag thing, you know. Like there's a whole new there's a whole new level of swag when he has his haircut. His so. Family. Ste
1: Clavius, man, that. he's well used to man. It's like Steve Burkle and, and and uh Stefan Urkel, man. Like two yeah. different people.
0: Yeah. I, I bet I bet Stetson will appreciate <clears throat> that we're comparing him to Stefan Orkel.
1: I love it. Hey man, he's cool. Cool guy.
0: Very cool. So uh, but yeah, I mean you you look at TCU, you look at the stats, uh, you know, Max Duggan, 14 of 29. Uh two two twenty two touchdowns, two interceptions. He can get a little reckless with the ball. So I think if you can get in his face a little bit, he will pitch it to you. Um their running back, Amari DeMercado. That's 17 carries for 150 yards and a and a and a tud. Um I, I don't know that he gets that on George's defense, but you know never say never obviously but uh TCU had 488 yards of total offense against Michigan uh 263 of it on the ground they averaged 7 yards per play 19 first downs they were they were 50% on third down uh and their time of possession like they had less time of possession than Michigan but they they just and they had more penalties too so I don't know what to make of this TCU team. They they just everything they do. You're like, how are they 13 and one? Yeah, a lot very, of the stuff very they momentum,
1: do. very yeah. very momentum based. Um, and the you know when they got the pick six against Michigan, um, that that kind of that set it up. And once they had the momentum, they they never they never relinquished it. So um, it's one of those things where you got to keep them down. Um, if you give them a chance, they they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest thing about the game that I saw was that Michigan just completely got out physical and they -hmm. they didn't respond until it was too late. Um, I think the defense finally figured out that oh, these guys are physical, these guys are hitting, but offensively, I don't think they figured out, you know, with TCU's defense that all right, guys, we're gonna have to play because there's there's absolutely no way you look at Michigan's whole offensive line, you look at TCU's defense front. You know, those front six, and it was like, oh, they'll they'll be they, they they can't run the ball. And that's what happened. I mean, right. the fumble on the goal line for the guy was already in the backfield, whether he fumbled or not. I Man, it was gonna be yeah, he was second stuffed. and five. It was over
0: with. Yeah. Yeah, he was stuffed regardless. And they they just they panicked, they freaked out. And they allowed TCU to gain momentum, which you can't mm-hmm. do. Pick six. Not a great way to start. Then you go down. Uh you go for it on fourth down with the Philly special from okay. the 2 yard it's,
1: line. It's just done to me. Just run the ball. I feel yeah. a lot better uh, that way. <clears throat> you stuffed me. And
0: then you got me. Yeah. And then then you get the touchdown that's overruled and then you fumble on the on the half yard line trying to hand the ball off to a guy that's not really a running back. Like Michigan did everything they could early on to make sure that TCU said make sure TCU realized that hey, we can actually do this. They Michigan was talented enough to put TCU to bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they roared down the field that first that first series. Got down into the got down into the uh deep red zone. Inside the five, even installed, yeah, like in my mind, that kind of thing. thing.
1: Like this is the same Michigan team that beat Ohio State that we just played. Yeah, so you're saying that Michigan team that played the other night beat the Ohio State team that we played.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you're, you're, so and I, I went on a I went on a radio show out in Wyoming. Um, K, KC, hold on. I can never get these call letters right. Um it was <laughs> oh man, it was it was Keith Kelly. Uh and I, I went on locally in Cheyenne. It was KFCBC. No, KFBC radio. There you go. I promise you I can read. Uh KFBC radio in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh shout out to Keith Kelly. Uh, for having me on, um, but one of the things he asked me was, was I more surprised that Ohio State beat Mi- that Ohio State lost to Michigan, or that Ohio State kept it the way they kept it with Georgia? And I answered, I was, was more was surprised, surprised they lost to Michigan. Yes, that was. I was surprising. more surprised they lost to Michigan because Ohio State's an explosive team, and we saw that in full display. They were a team that. I had a hiccup they were out physical and then they were were reminded every day for a month and some change mm-hmm. and that's the performance they got so i was more i was more shocked because this michigan team just they just didn't seem like they were they were bought in completely because i guess Everything they knew their coach was maybe was they knew just, their coach wasn't bought in
1: just it was just a debacle and you know mm-hmm. you try to keep it under wraps um you know if you're gonna make a move but you know reporters are always trying to be the first one to break the story so um, I didn't see anything yeah, about Carolina coming out you know until after the game um but it's really hard to try to keep your guys focused when they know shoot man coach about the bid. You
0: know, but when the when the Colts good. fire their coach midseason when the Panthers fire their coach midseason when the Broncos fire their coach midseason and Jim Harbaugh almost went to the NFL last year with the Vikings,
1: mm-hmm. and he's always the talk, the,
0: the talk happens and it's a distraction. So, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: hard to beat, you know, 17, 18, you know, 19-year-old kids that mm-hmm. know the truth. They're like, hey, Coach, man, we know you're gone, bro. You yeah. Know? He didn't coach his home. He didn't have that, that, you know, that dumb look of confusion on his face that he normally has. I was mm-hmm. trying
0: to you know, think of something. He was just like, oh, well. He's like, oh, well. Okay. All right, TCU. All right. Max Duggan's got another, got another play here. But uh, luckily for TCU, Sonny Dykes is not an NFL candidate, so they won't have to deal with those distractions. But, you know, I, I think we're going to have to fight against the whole we're the mighty Georgia Bulldogs and TCU has no chance. And so TCU is going to come in, obviously, with a chip on their shoulder like they have all year long. But, you know, I I think we – we're very similar, probably a more explosive passing game version of Kansas State where Kansas State can – they can move the ball. Uh, they're really good on the ground with Deuce Vaughn. Uh, and, and they were able to push TCU around a good bit. Now, Max Duggan single-handedly got them back in that game, which I don't know that he can do that against Georgia. And that's not just me being a homer, but I just think George a little bit has a little bit more deeper of a roster than Kansas State. Uh, but like, what 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 do you make of that? Like, how, I think, how how do we compare with the only team that's that's beaten TCU style wise? Obviously, not roster wise.
1: They were really close. I think we got you know three capable running backs. You know they, they just got Deuce bomb, but I think we got three capable running backs. Um, I think offensive our offensive line are, is very similar. Um, I think we do have a, a couple more weapons outside um, that we can throw the ball to. You know, so I think we, we do compare to Ohio State a little bit in that not Ohio State but Kansas State in that regard. Um, but we just got to go out and play our game. You know, it's, it's one of those things where if you let Max Duggan be Max Duggan, he's going to beat you. You know, if if you know you have to understand this, you're about to be. I think I said it last week too. You could be the fourth team in history, fourth, to win the national championship back to back. Mm-hmm. History, you know. And, and if if that doesn't get you fired up to go to practice, I don't know what is. You know, you get nil. No matter how much nil money, you know, and all this, that, and the third, you can make history. You know, and that's one thing we preach. You know, this year going to our state championship uh, at Worth County was you can be the first team to win state history, you know, since consolidation. So, I mean, if if that doesn't get you fired up and we have to beg you and plead with you to do, you know, little things right, then you don't deserve to win. You know, and and if, you know, that's the case of Georgia this week, you know, and Mm -hmm. they don't tell us to get a haircut, get that thing faded up and crispy, then we don't deserve to win. Exactly. That's a part of, that's part of making history. Make sure you get a dang haircut.
0: And my job is to wear my Georgia versus all 'all y'all t-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> um, from the, from the jump, uh, that's my job. I don't
1: this game, I got. I got to figure out what I'm, I'm going to do. This game.
0: What what did you? So did you change About anything old. up? Where did you watch no, the game I, last on Saturday?
1: I was at the I was at the lake last week, so you know we watched it. You know, outside um, in the pool house, because obviously I'm a yeller, so I couldn't be inside with all the kids and grown people, so I had to go outside like a child. <laughs> but uh you know we uh, all the all the men were outside so it, it was good um yeah. but i'll be home this time you know everything's be everything will be out the way i'll cook before you know before the game and then after that don't talk to me don't say anything to me i'm watching this football game mm-hmm. So that's usually that's usually how it works at my house
0: what, what what's what was your what was your attire on saturday what were you wearing my wife,
1: got me a, my wife got me a new Georgia shirt. Um, I try to wear um, – you know, she always gives me a Georgia shirt every year. Um, so I try to wear it, and I won't be wearing it, that one, that particular one on Monday. I'll probably wear one I wore last year for, for the National Championship game.
0: I'm trying to remember uh, what I wore last year. Doesn't matter because I'm wearing Georgia versus all y'all. So I got my, I got my shirt. Yeah, that so doesn't matter um so okay man we'll uh well we're gonna end it right there so we'll uh it was it was a good show It was a fun show um might come at you one more time this week just to get you more content um just because it's the last college football game of the year and then, we're, then we got to start talking about that sport that has that orange ball that goes through the hoop you know that sport
1: the yeah the round, the round ball
0: yeah, we're gonna talk about round ball. Georgia plays basketball. I know it's hard to believe. So okay. Well, that's gonna do it for us here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Shout out to Javarius Cole um with a backhanded compliment. Georgia Forever, Bama's little bro. Good job, guys. Bring it on home. Proud of y'all. Thanks, I think. Not sure what uh yeah sm- thank you or smack you. Anyway, shout out to Javarius Cole. Thanks for listening regardless thanks for leaving the comment i guess he i guess he uh, dropped that one off and took off so anyway for israel yes. troops, i'm Corey burton this is the believe in georgia dogs podcast presented by BetOnline.ag. we hope you have a great 2023 we hope that if anything bad happened in 2022 it is now in the rear view it is now in the dumpster and we can uh move right on to 2023 which uh we are embarking uh we are in our what what is it, our seventh the sixth day of the, of this year? Something like that. Yeah. Third. Third. Told you it was the third. Jeez. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk at you soon. Uh, and remember as always go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to believe.